You are Locked On Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, your daily podcast covering the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is simple. We're going to be doing our updated 53-man roster projections with the first phase of training camp in the bag. We'll start off with the quarterback and skill positions over on the offensive side. Then in our second segment, we'll get to the big uglies in the trenches. And then to wrap up the show, we'll take a look at linebacker and secondary. And of course, show a little love to special teams. It's 53-man roster projections on today's episode. And as always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, co-managing editor over at CanalStreetChronicles.com, your Tuesday co-host over at the National Locked on NFL podcast. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints, your team every day. All right, family, kicking off today's episode, our 53-man roster projections. We're going to start off with quarterback and skill position. As we mentioned, if you want to know more, though, about what's going on around the world of the NFL, make sure you go and check out the Peacock and Williamson NFL show wherever you get your podcast. So we'll start off with the quarterback position. This one is pretty simple. There were two quarterback competitions effectively happening uh, throughout camp and still happening here throughout camp and the preseason. The battle for the starting quarterback between Taysom Hill and, of course, Jameis Winston. And then, of course, the battle for QB3, Ian Book versus Trevor Simeon. One of those battles, to me, is kind of already done before it even began. So here are the projections. Taysom Hill. Jameis Winston, Ian Book. Those are your three quarterbacks for the New Orleans Saints going into 2021. Who's going to be the starter between Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill? That we're still trying to figure out at the moment. And of course, the preseason games, which of course begin this weekend, are going to be telling for that. It's one of the reasons why we're doing this roster projection now, too, is because we'll update it as we go through the preseason games. We get three of them this year as the uh, roster cutdowns happen. Uh, all throughout. So the other part of this, of course, is Ian Book, who I think has already sewed up the third quarterback spot. But again, who's going to be the starter between Taysom Hill, Jameis Winston, that is still to be determined. All right, let's go to running back here. I have them keeping five running backs, which includes a fullback, uh, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, uh, Dwayne Washington, and Alex Arma. Alex Arma, of course, being your fullback. As for Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray, this is simple. They're your one-two punch. And I think the addition of uh, Devontae Freeman helps a ton. I think that he's going to be one of those really, really nice late pickups for the New Orleans Saints that we see year in and year out late in free agency because he's somebody that's going to be able to help contribute over on the offensive side. Makes a lot of sense because you want to be able to have that pass catching back out of the backfield. Latavius Murray has shown a bit of a propensity to do that in flashes, particularly when extending plays after making a block or helping in pass protection. But you probably don't want to overload Alvin Kamara with a 17th game this season. Devontae Freeman helps you avoid doing that. Dwayne Washington, of course, being one of your core special teamers. And then you know the New Orleans Saints love themselves. A fullback, Alex Arma, is there. Didn't talk a lot about Alvin Kamara, but you know what he is. You know who he is. He's your Offensive Player of the Year candidate from this team. And he's the guy that's going to be the absolute sort of, I I think, probably bell cow of the offense, whether it be as a running back or as a pass catcher uh, to start off the season, especially with Michael Thomas being unavailable to start the year. And let's go there next. We'll go to 
wide receiver. So, of course, Michael Thomas is going to start the season on either injured reserve or the physically unable to perform list. Remember, if he starts on injured reserve, then he's out for at least three games. If he starts on, or let me, excuse me, three weeks, if he's out on the PUP list in that he doesn't come off of it before the season begins, then he's out for a minimum of six weeks. And then the Saints have 21 days to bring him back to the active roster after that, give him an opportunity to get back into practice, get a look at him, all that stuff. So we're not going to count him towards the 53-man roster projection here, but we're going to keep his note off to the side. We're looking at Traquan Smith. Then we got Marquez Callaway. Those are going to be your top two guys. Deontay Harris making the list. He also faces a potential suspension, so we'll come back to him. Chris Hogan, Kawan Baker, and then Jalen McCluskey. So let's start at the bottom here. Jalen McCluskey is somebody that I think makes this roster because of the fact that he's going to be able to contribute and add speed on offense, which will particularly be of value if Deontay Harris does indeed end up suspended for the first couple of games of the season. But he also gives you speed on uh, the punt gunner as well as punt return units as well. And of course, you don't want to have Marquez Calloway, who's probably your next most experienced punt returner outside of Tommy Lee Lewis, who I don't think makes the roster at this time, but we'll circle back around to that. Jalen McCluskey, though, gives you a returner in place of Deontay Harris as well. And of course, you're still looking for a gunner opposite JT Gray. Kawan Baker, I think, makes the roster based solely on the fact that he's a draft pick and there's just a spot open for him. And he, of course, also has a lot of versatility as well as somebody that can contribute on special teams. Chris Hogan is probably going to be your veteran that can run the Michael Thomas route tree. Not that he's going to make you forget that Michael Thomas isn't on the team, but that he can fill that role for you close to the line of scrimmage give you the veteran savvy route runner that you're looking for. And then, of course, you have your top two guys and Marquez Calloway and Traquan Smith. If Deontay Harris does get the suspension that we expect him to get, then I would keep an eye on Tommy Lee Lewis potentially making the roster as somebody that would be essentially an immediate fill-in for him. Again, just like with Chris Hogan to Michael Thomas, Tommy Lee Lewis is not going to make you forget that Deontay Harris isn't on the field, but he can fill a similar role and contribute on special teams. I would also keep an eye out on Lil Jordan Humphrey, who's had a really strong camp as well. And we know that the Saints like their guys that can contribute as blockers. Lil Jordan Humphrey is absolutely one of those guys. And finally, for the skill positions, we'll take a look at tight end next. Speaking of guys that can block, you can check the box for all three of the guys that I have projected here. And some of you might be a little bit surprised about this one. So here's my projection, Adam Troutman, Nick Vanette, and Jawan Johnson. Yes, this is me swallowing a bitter pill a little bit because I had been projecting that this would be Garrett Griffin. But I'll tell you, after being out there in practice and seeing how many reps Juwan Johnson got over Garrett Griffin, even though Ethan Wolf and Nick Van Ett, uh, Nick Vanette, excuse me, for a couple of those practices were out, those are the opportunities for Juwan Johnson and Garrett Griffin to kind of go head to head. And I saw Juwan Johnson really separate himself as a pass catcher as well as as a blocker. So I'm eating my words a little bit and I'm changing my projection for right now. I've got Juwan Johnson making that roster. Speaking of guys that can block fantastic protection here, but you've also got a pair of very nice pass catchers and Nick Vanette, who believes that he can serve as a pass catcher as well. And we saw that in one of his early career seasons in Seattle. All right. So those are the quarterback as well as the uh, skill positions over on at the offense. Next, we're going to get to the trenches, offensive line and defensive line as we continue on with our updated 53-man roster projection ahead of week one of the New Orleans Saints preseason continuing on on today's episode of Locked on Saints. All right, y'all, let me tell you about our good friends over at Stat Hero. Do you get a little frustrated playing daily fantasy sports because you feel like the odds are stacked against you? Well, let me assure you, they absolutely are. I mean, there's no way for you to know who you're competing against, the rosters that you're competing against, what it is that you're going up. 
it just doesn't work very well for you. And it's really run by a bunch of guys with algorithms and spreadsheets and all the stuff that you just simply don't have time for. So I recommend going and checking out Stat Hero. I use Stat Hero for daily fantasy and I've enjoyed it so far. I use it a bunch during the NBA playoffs. Very excited for the NFL season to roll around so I can use it again because you basically play against a computer, if you will. You can see the lineup that you want to match up against and then try to put together a, ma- a lineup on your own that matches up better than the one that you're going to be facing. But everything is transparent and you can see what you're going up against, which I think is one of the things that I don't enjoy about daily fantasy otherwise. So go and check it out, stathero.com slash locked on. That way you can sign up for free. And right now, you're also going to get a three times bonus back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match that's unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash locked on to check them out at stathero.com slash locked on. All right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. We went through quarterback and skill position projections for the 53-man roster ahead of the first preseason game. Now, let's get to the trenches. We're going to start off with the offensive line here. This is one of my favorite units to watch while I was at camp, getting offensive line and defensive line going. As I mentioned, both of these teams or both of these units being the strongest units that I saw sort of striking even, each side getting a lot of wins and, uh, and, and sort of performing really well against one another and really fun matchups to watch. Every now and then you would see Teron Armstead lay somebody out, but every now and then you'd also see, you know, Cam Jordan or Carl Grandis or any of these other edge rushers out there end up making big plays off the edge. So it, it was a ton of fun to watch. Although I will say Eric McCoy looked outstanding throughout camp. Not a lot of interior pressure getting through that line. All right. So let's start over on the offensive side here. Here are the projections. Teron Armstead, Andrew Speed, Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, Ryan Ramchek. Of course, those are your starting five over on the offense. That goes from left tackle to right tackle. Now, let's get to the depth part here. I've got three players that are going to be the depth for this uh, offensive line. James Hurst, Will Clapp, and Landon Young. Now, we should look at this position as one where there could be a ninth player that's added And it could even potentially happen that I have the Saints keeping seven wide receivers, which is a lot of receivers for them. Usually they keep five at most six. If one of them is a special teamer, I have them keeping seven because I feel like they just need that depth right now. But if Deontay Harris ends up suspended and they only keep six, then you could see them start with an additional offensive lineman. Or once Michael Thomas comes back, if you want to move on from a couple of receivers at that point, then you end up with the ability to be able to add to the offensive line, but there will be game day elevations. So guys like Ethan Greenidge that could end up on the practice squad could be elevated to make the roster and be available on game day. So there's another way to go around this to get an additional piece on the offensive line. But those are the eight that I think are looking the best right now. The first five are obvious. James Hurst to me is obvious. Landon Young to me is obvious. And then Will Clapp, maybe Derek Kelly, some of these other uh, lineman to watch. The only one that really struggled quite a bit was Kyle Murphy, number 79, but he mostly just got kind of into some bad situations having to block Peyton Turner, who was just a man with his hair on fire out on the field. All right, let's go to the defensive side now. We'll change gears. We'll look at two different units here. Again, we'll talk about starters and then we'll talk about the depth. Cam Jordan, Shy Tuttle, Malcolm Roach, Marcus Davenport, or your starting four 
as far as I'm concerned, those are going to be your guys. Of course, Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport playing at defensive end. And then you have Shai Tuttle and Malcolm Roach playing in the interior. I think that all four of these players looked good during camp, but it's the next group to me that's really, really interesting, which is the depth. And I have them keeping five for depth. Uh, so we've got Carl Granderson, Jalen Dalton, Christian Ringo, Peyton Turner, and then Tano Passanio. The reason why I have it broken out like this is that you'll notice I've got two edge rushers behind two edge rushers, two interior linemen behind two interior linemen, and then just an extra player that can play both, right? That could be your swing guy and Tano Passanio. So for me, Carl Granderson, Peyton Turner, those are your quintessential edge rushers in terms of what the New Orleans Saints like. And then on the interior, Jalen Dalton, Christian Ringo, they have been the guys on the interior and Antano being somebody that can play in between. There's a little bit of a change here from my early, early projections from before camp. This one having Christian Ringo in as opposed to Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo Neal, of course, did not make the roster with the Saints. It will not make the roster with the Saints. He's been cut. He's now actually signed elsewhere already and getting a look in another camp. But now Christian Ringo, big number 70, looked fantastic. And of course, a local product over for, uh, playing with UL, Louisiana. Uh, so he has been really somebody that jumped off the field for me while there at camp. And so I'm really looking forward to Christian Ringo. And I think right now, as long as he stays healthy, he'll be able to crack this roster, even over other players like Albert Huggins, who actually have some NFL experience. So Albert Huggins would be somebody to keep an eye out on as the guy that could move up into this position because he is a quintessential nose tackle as well. Big run stuffer in the middle, clogging up the middle kind of guy. So I would definitely watch out for that. Again, I could see them keeping an additional offensive lineman, maybe keeping one less defensive lineman, just sort of depending upon how the numbers break out elsewhere. You could steal that number from the wide receivers. You could steal that number from the running backs. If you only want to keep three running backs and one fullback, as opposed to the four running backs and one fullback that I have them keeping. But right now, I think they need that depth, at least to start the season at those positions. And then keeping in mind that they can elevate two players from the practice squad to also be active for them on game day. So I think that that kind of helps to skew the numbers a little bit in terms of them being able to get what they need on either the offensive or defensive side. So that finishes up the the offense, gets us started on the defense. Next, we're going to go linebackers, cornerback, safety, and special teams to wrap up today's episode with our updated 53-man roster projection ahead of week one of the preseason for the New Orleans Saints, Saints and Ravens later on this weekend. Very, very excited as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Building a roster for your New Orleans Saints is not always the easiest, but building the best protein routine absolutely is thanks to Built Bars and our good friends over at Built.com. Go and check them out. Best tasting protein bars ever created. Best ones on the market. Protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Nine incredible flavors, all covered in 100% chocolate, including some unique ones like cookies and cream, as well as salted caramel, which I know sound like they're packed with sugar, but they absolutely are not only four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs while still getting 17, 18 grams of protein and ranging anywhere between just 130 to 180 calories. These things are absolutely phenomenal. They're great pre or post-workout first thing in the morning or when you're trying to get over that afternoon bump so that you can finish out your day strong, Built Bar is going to help you do it. So go over and grab a sample box. You can get two each of all of the nine flavors and make sure you use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, so that you get 15% off of your next order, whether it's your first one or your next one. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. want to give a big shout out to U.S. Olympics for coming through at the very end of the Olympics to take me over the 110 and a half medals that I bet on over at BetOnline. 
Ag super excited to hear it cleaned up on some Olympic stuff came in under on the medals came in over or came in under on the gold medals over on the total medals very very good stuff over at BetOnline.ag you can even get in on some NFL futures you want to take a favorite like Patrick Mahomes to win MVP or you want to go with a dark horse like Jameis Winston for a comeback player of the year they've got that and much much more over at BetOnline.ag and it's not limited to football they've got baseball, basketball, UFC, esports. They've got reality TV and game shows as well. So go and check them out over at betonline.ag. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all one word, so you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. That's with your first deposit, Locked On is the promo code to use over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Get it, Houdat Nation, wrapping up today's episode of Locked On Saints, finishing up our early 53-man updated roster projection. We had done one as we were going through and breaking down everything ahead of training camp, but now we're cleaning it up, piling up, putting it all in one episode. The updates after the first phase of camp as this team now moves into game prep this coming week with the Baltimore Ravens game just around the corner to open up the preseason. Now let's go ahead and jump to linebackers. All right. We talked about the defensive line. Now let's go one step back, go to the second level linebackers. I've got them keeping six here. And these are pretty obvious. Demario Davis, Quan Alexander, Pete Werner, Zach Bond, Caden Ellis. And then I've got Andrew Dowell right here. This brings us up to 41 total. It's worth keeping an eye on Chase Hansen. I do want to say that Chase Hansen, Andrew Dowell for me, and maybe even Caden Ellis in the midst of that too. All three of them viable special teams guys and have looked great in camp. Let me not say that they look great because I don't want to overblow it and make it sound like they look like starters, but they look like what you want them to look like and maybe even a little bit beyond. They're making plays, getting involved, doing great on special teams, doing doing nice on defense. I, I love what I saw from all of these young linebackers, Pete Werner and Zach Bond included. We had done this projection before to where we had picked five and then said that a sixth player was going to be one that's not currently on the roster. That ended up being Quan Alexander, who I do believe will make the roster. He says he feels up to 100%. I personally don't know if he's quite there yet. Want to give him some time until we can see him in full speed action. But I do know the Saints are going to take their time with it and then put him out there whenever he's most ready, whenever they feel like he's most ready. We know they want to take their time because they already know what Quan Alexander can do and how they can how he can boost this defense. We'll talk more about that later on this week. We're going to put some numbers to it. We have some great conversations coming up this week, by the way, but I'll tell you more about them as we, uh, before we wrap up the show. But now let's move over to cornerback. I've got them keeping five corners. It's going to get us up to a total number of 46. Let's look at this list. So I've got Marshawn Lattimore on here right now. We'll circle back to that. Patrick Robinson, CJ Gardner-Johnson. I'm counting him as a corner, not as a safety. Ken Crawley and Paulson Adebo. So far, we're five of five when it comes to rookies, drafted rookies, making this roster. Actually, no, we have all six now. We have hit all six officially making the roster in this projection. They've all actually looked pretty good. I I have liked what we've seen from these rookies. But I I do want to talk a little bit about Marshall Lattimore. I currently have him on here because he hasn't fit. He hasn't been handed his suspension yet, just like what we saw earlier in the show with uh, Deontay Harris. So for me, if Marshall Lattimore doesn't make the roster, then I could see them bringing in and keeping Prince of Mukamara around. I don't think though that Prince of Mukamara makes the, the starting or cracks the starting spot. I, I think that he'll be great depth for them. 
Um, and then I would also watch out for Brian Poole in the mix of this too. I wanted to find a place to put him, but I have trouble figuring out what to do with him. But I might have an idea when we get to safeties, which is really interesting because there is one way that we could go here to sort of maneuver things around. But Brian Poole has had ups and downs throughout camp. He hasn't looked fantastic. He hasn't been a Devontae Freeman in camp, right? Devontae Freeman came in and then they all of a sudden just threw a bunch of reps at him to get a look at him and he has done well. Brian Poole has struggled. He's been up and down. So I think Prince Mukamara has done a little bit better than him. And if you don't have uh, Marshawn Lattimore, then you're more focused on trying to get depth at the outside spot as opposed to the slot at that point. And I made the point early that the reason why they brought in Brian Poole, in my mind, is that if you have Patrick Robinson over on the outside, CJ Gardner-Johnson needs a rest, and you kind of have to move Patrick Robinson to the slot and then put another position, another player out on the outside, on the perimeter, on the boundary, excuse me. I think Paulson Adebo actually helps you there. And then, of course, one of the other safeties will help you there as well. So let's get to that now uh, with the safeties. I've got them keeping four. Uh, Marcus Williams, Malcolm Jenkins, PJ Williams, and then JT Gray. They keep four. That gets us up to 50 just in time to get two special teams. So here's my thought. PJ Williams is a player that could potentially not make this roster, but Brian Poole could. You can move CJ Gardner Johnson into the safety list and then add Brian Poole into the cornerback list if you want to go about it that way. I think PJ Williams makes this roster because of his versatility. And I think that PJ Williams' ability to play in the slot is one of the reasons why you don't worry about Brian Poole not making the roster because then if something happens and CJ Gardner Johnson needs to be spelled for a moment, you just shift PJ Williams to that spot. And then you can use JT Gray or Ken Crawley or Paul Sinadibo as your dime guy where you're willing to make those adjustments and rotations as opposed to having to move Patrick Robinson around and then have another boundary corner go outside and all these other things. So there's a couple of different ways for you to be able to still make up for that if you have a problem at the safety spot, excuse me, at the slot in the nickel cornerback spot without having to shuffle everything around. You could do the same thing, of course, with Malcolm Jenkins as well. But those are the secondary players as a whole for this team. Uh, and then finally, we'll wrap up here, getting to 53. Number 51, Will Lutz, your kicker. Number 52, Blake Gilligan, your punter. And then number 53, Zach Wood, your long snapper. I'm going with Blake Gilligan in the punter battle. Just seeing that leg was absolutely ridiculous at camp. Nolan Cooney had some nice kicks and everything, and he looked good too. Don't get me wrong, but Blake Gilligan was just the model of consistency and being consistently impressive. And so I'm going to say Blake Gilligan is your punter. Will Lutz is a lock at, uh, at at kicker. He came back his first day of camp and I watched him go six of six from like 35, 37, 43, 45, and 47, if I remember correctly, something like that. Um, he was just outstanding. He was outstanding. So I, I don't think he's going anywhere. And Zach Wood's a long snapper. That, there's no doubt about that. They gave the guy a, a multi-year contract as a long snapper. He's going to be on the field for you. All right. That's our 53-man roster projection. A couple of things coming up this week. Remember, we're here with you Monday through Friday. Listen in every day for brand new information. Watch every day for brand new information if you're catching us on YouTube. And then, of course, all the up-to-date stuff that you need to know about. And of course, we've been doing some bonus episodes. I don't think that's going to stop because I'm going to try to get you an immediate post-game episode after the first preseason game as well. So coming up this week, we're going to put some numbers to Quan Alexander's performance. We're going to quantify Quan Alexander again. We're going to do it here on the podcast, though, instead of over an article form. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about who is going to get the first series of quarterback snaps for the New Orleans Saints. We're going to ask some friends 
And of course, I have some polls up for all of you as well over in the Locked on Saints Facebook group and in the community tab over on YouTube. And I'm going to put some out on Twitter as well. But you're always welcome to also let me know what you think and why around when it comes to uh, who is going to get the first series of snaps. I'll tell you who I think and who some of our good friends around the media think as well as we continue on throughout the week. So we're going to have a fun time here getting ready for the first preseason game for the New Orleans Saints here all week, Monday through Friday here on Locked on Saints. As always, y'all, I appreciate you for being here for everything in between all of the shows. Make sure you come through on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them entrust you that nation. I'll holla at you.